I'm convinced God has something special for you today. Welcome to the Fresh Faith Podcast. I'm Aaron Brewer, and this is our very first prayer walk. We've been talking about this for a very long time, and I just think that it's important that we get into our bodies, the bodies that God has given to us to live in, to do ministry in, to walk in, to do life in, that we get into these bodies and we move them in conjunction and into a flow with him. I don't know how to explain it, but there is a scientific explanation that when we move our bodies and we focus on God and things happen inside of us, they just do and God does his work when you combine movement and faith and emotion, God does something in us that lasts. It lasts. So what I want you to do right now is start moving. Get on your walking shoes, put your socks on, your shoes on, get outside, take a walk, go down the sidewalk, walk around the block. Maybe you're on a treadmill right now and you got me in your ears. Very cool. I don't want you to listen to this while you're sitting on the couch. Now, if you're driving, I don't know if you got to put your car in cruise control and just start marching your feet. You do whatever you can, or maybe you just need to go back to another teaching or jump over to the Revelation Wellness podcast. I am shouting Lisa Keaton out in Revelation Wellness. I love Revelation Wellness. I work for Revelation Wellness, but I, whatever you need to do to, to maybe get into a place where you're ready to move, maybe you're already moving, great. I want you to take a normal speed. You just go ahead and start coasting a little bit. Don't take off too fast just yet. We're going to get there. But today, as you move your body, I really, if you're able, I want you to be outside. If you're not outside, I want you to be around people. Okay, if it's raining, good for you. Enjoy the rain. I want you to feel it on your skin. All right, deep breaths in through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. We're going to get this thing kicked off right now. As you are walking, I want to make sure your shoulders are down away from your ears and that you have good posture. Try to keep your core engaged. What that means is I want you to pretend like somebody is about to hit you, punch you in the gut. And that 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 tensing up there, that's going to keep your back protected as the impact of your steps are, are, are going forward. So as you move, Remember to engage your core. Keep it tight. Anytime that you realize that you've relaxed it, tighten it back up. And that's going to keep, again, that's going to protect your back. It's also going to give you good posture as you walk. Protect your body. I want you to walk at a great pace. You ready? Here we go. And today I want you to focus on this. We're going we're gonna to set up our prayer before we pray with some scripture. In Philippians chapter 1, Paul is writing. He's writing from prison. Remember, Paul's in jail when he's writing this. He's in jail for this little series. We call these the prison epistles, the prison letters. That's what epistle means. And Paul writes Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians in jail. And as he's writing these three together, he writes them in the same uh, same stint in the same prison. So it's during the same time frame of his imprisonment that he writes these three. This is what he says. I give thanks, Philippians 1 verse 3, to my God for every remembrance of you, always praying with joy for all of you in my every prayer because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And this is the verse I want us to focus on, verse 6. You ready? Because he says this to the church in Philippi. He wants to encourage them. And I believe that it's also written for you and I today because we need encouragement, perhaps now more than ever before. 
And he says this, I am sure of this. In other words, if there's one thing I'm sure about, it's this. That he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Keep walking. I want you to move now. Pick up that pace just a tad. Pick it up just a tad. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being you're laying in bed looking at the ceiling, and 10 being you went so hard that you passed out, I want you right about at a 5-6 right now. 5-6. So get that moderate up. You were probably walking at a 3-4. Now I want you at a 5-6 just for the next couple minutes, and we're going to take it all the way up here before long. But as we set up this prayer today, as you walk, I want you to go ahead, and the first thing I want you to do is take a look around you. What do you see? What things do you see? If you're walking inside, maybe you notice other people. Maybe you notice the temperature. Maybe you notice some sweat, some heat starting to build up in your body. All of that is by design. If you're outside, take it in, look around. Is the sky blue? Maybe it's gray. Maybe there's rain falling. Maybe there are rays of sun shining. Whatever it is, maybe you hear sounds of besides my voice, if you can still hear the outside, maybe you see birds, maybe you see wildlife, maybe you hear wildlife. Take a deep breath in through your nose, exhale through your mouth as you walk. Inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. Go ahead and use the fullness of your lungs, fill them all the way up, and make sure you empty them all the way out. As you take in God's creation, I want you to remember that it is the reason you're able to inhale is because God is exhaling life into your lungs as you inhale them. The same way he did mankind when he created them and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Every inhale is simply an exhale of life from God that gives you the the oxygen you need for your heart to keep beating. And when you exhale, it is a worshipful release, giving back to God the very life that he gave you. That is the constant cycle we want our lives to live is an inhale from God's exhale, an inhale of his life, and then an exhale releasing it back to him to then inhale it again. And that is how we live sustained. And as you're remembering all of this and and, and doing all of this as you're walking Make sure you got that core engaged. Uh huh. You loosened up on it, didn't you? Remember, engage that core. Keep walking. Take your level up to about a six, seven now. Increase just a tad. And as you're taking all this in around you, maybe you're uh, just just doing this for the first time. Maybe you haven't moved your body in years. Maybe you move it every day. I want you to now do it in tandem with your spirituality. For so long. What we've done in the church is we've taken our faith and taking our physical part of us and we've either elevated one over the other, but we want to be holistic in following Jesus. Jesus didn't come just to save me spiritually. He came to save me in every way, shape, or form. Meaning, if he saved me spiritually, but my physical body wasn't well enough and I didn't take care of it enough in order to allow it to make a difference in someone else's life, because you can't serve Jesus if you're dead. Can I get an amen? What I want you to know is Jesus came to save all of you, redeem all of you, because you are God's good idea, 
And because that God declared that you were good, he needs all of you. He created all of you for a purpose. And for so long in the church, we've said, God only wants to do something with you spiritually. Yet we take our physical bodies and we just cast them aside. Or what the world has done is said, everything is about obsessing over your physical body and the faith, you can just cast it to the side. Or your faith has nothing to do with Jesus. And then we compartmentalize these things as if they're separate parts of our lives when Jesus said and created us to do good and be good. In other words, he wants, uh, he wants us to be saved holistically. He wants salvation not just to come to our soul, but to our body. Why? So that we can then in turn walk it out to do the same in other people. Jesus came to bring peace first in your body so then he could do it through your body to someone else as well. Everything is about what God wants to do through you. It doesn't start with you and it certainly doesn't stop with you. It is meant to go through you to change the world around you. Deep breath in, exhale through your mouth, take it up between a seven and an eight. Keep that core engaged. Remember, shoulders away from your ears, keep them down, keep them in line with your hips, with your knees, keep everything supported and keep walking, keep looking forward, taking it in and let's set up our prayer here. Again, Paul writes, I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Started a good work in you. Not a good work only spiritually, not a good work only physically, but a good work in all of who you are in your mind, body, soul, and spirit. The same God that started that good work. Remember when you were excited about doing something, accomplishing something great for God? Remember when you were excited to walk out this journey with God and to, to, to see what Jesus could do through you? Remember that excitement? Remember why you started working where you work in the first place? Remember why you married that person you married in the first place? Remember when you were excited to have kids? Remember when it excited you to, to want to go outside and take a walk? Remember when and why you started? Well, the same God that started that good work will carry it on to completion. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes things get in the way. Life happens. COVID happens. Disappointment happens. Betrayal happens. Things just happen in life and they are not easy and they are not fun. But let me tell you something. He who started the good work Right now, it may not look good to you. It may look messy to you. It, it, it may look hurtful to you, painful to you. It might even feel physically painful to you. But he who started the good work, even though it doesn't look like it now, there's something I know about this, and that is that if it is not good, it's not over. Because in Christ, all things are made good. He who started the good work will carry it on to completion no matter what it looks like right now. There's a promise that it will be good and it will be completed until the day of Jesus Christ. That you can hang on, don't get stuck in this moment, keep looking forward because he who began it will complete it and it will be good. 
Come on, walk in confidence today. I know the world has beat you down. I know that person has worn you down. I know that they've lied about you. They've talked about you. The circumstances aren't good right now. That things don't look that great right now. That there are problems and there are issues. But listen to me tell you the truth from God's word today. That you can walk confidently, even now physically as you're listening to me walking. You can walk confidently knowing that although it doesn't look the way it should, right now that he who started it from the beginning in you he chose you for this it's unique to you he who started this good work will be faithful to carry it on to completion he's gonna carry it you don't have to carry it he's gonna carry it on to completion it's not your job to complete it he started it He'll complete it. You just keep walking. You just remain faithful. You just keep going and chasing after him. You seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added and completed through Jesus until the day of Christ Jesus. In other words, until it is complete in him. You keep walking. You keep your eyes fixed on what you know the good work he's called you to do. And when you are faithful, he will complete it. Deep breath in, exhale out, keep moving, keep moving. Keep that pace sustained. Come on, remember, I want you between a seven and an eight. You should have to take some breaths in between your talking right now. You shouldn't be able to say a full sentence without that full breath. Keep moving. If you need to pick up the pace, pick up the pace. If you're a slow walker, just do the best you can. Just go at that between a seven and an eight level. Push, push, push. Keep your core tight and keep moving forward. Put a smile on your face. Come on, lift the corners of your mouth. Sometimes you've got to be joy before you have joy. And you may not have it, but you can be it so that you will have it. Come on, sometimes you gotta lead yourself into those places. Here's our prayer today because of this scripture. I don't know what your life is like. I don't know what things you're facing, but I do know that, that this is a truth I learned early on in ministry, early on in, in when I was studying to be a pastor. This is what I learned. You're either in a trial, you're about to go into a trial, or you're coming out of a trial. No matter what, there is something in your life that is happening. Even if it's all good right now, you just came out of one, <laughs> you're about to go into one, or you're in the middle of one. So as we walk, I want, I, I want you to, to know that he who began that good work is going to complete it. And I want you to think about the thing that's in your life right now, that trial, that thing, that, that, that tension. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. James says this, it says that if any of us lack wisdom, let us ask of God who gives to all men liberally. And it says this in there as well. It says that we should count it all joy. Watch. So we get wise when we go through some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because we learn wisdom on the other side of it. In other words, you would never grow in wisdom if you never went through some hardship, if you never went through some tension where you learned wisdom. So James explains it further. He says, count it all joy when you fall into temptations and trials, knowing that the stretching or the tension 
the working of your faith, the trying of your faith, the tension, the pull, the struggle of your faith produces patience. And that's what he says right before he starts talking about wisdom because it takes tension to create wisdom. You have to withstand something in order to gain some wisdom. You would never grow in your life if nothing ever came against you. The fact that there's a trial to face is proof that God is doing something in your life. If everything was always easy, then you're not accomplishing anything in life. It takes tension to grow. You have to put pressure on yourself in order to advance. You have to train a muscle in order to strengthen a muscle. The same way with your faith, the same way with your relationships. Come on. If a relationship was easy, then it can never be trusted because it was never tested. Not just a relationship, but your faith. Never trust a faith unless it's tested because a faith that has never been tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. We've got to learn that trials are good for us. So right now, here's what I want you to do. Think about what's going on in your life. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's something else going on with your job. Maybe it's just the world in general. Maybe it's just something going on in your heart, in your soul. Maybe it's something going on with your physical body. And as you're walking, right now you're maintaining that seven, eight pace. Core still tight. Come on, keep it tight. And you're still breathing in deeply, exhaling deeply. And you are smiling through it. But maybe you're feeling pain because maybe it's in your body. No matter where you are experiencing pain, spiritually, relationally, mentally, or even physically today, I want you to know this. Here's our first step in prayer today as we are walking and moving in our bodies that God created. This is a form of worship. And the first thing we want to do as we talk to God is we want to thank Him for the very thing that's coming against us right now. James says to count it all joy when we fall into temptation and trial. We want to be joyful about it. We want to be grateful about it. We want to give thanks for it. So I want you to say, I want you to name it. I want you to name that thing. If there are people involved that have hurt you, I want you to name those people. It's going to be a big step for you. And I want you to thank God that this thing is happening in your life because I promise you, although it looks bad, it is there to serve the purpose God has for your future. So I want you to say, God, thank you for and name that circumstance. Be specific. Thank you for bringing this into my life for your purpose. I don't know what you want to do through it, but I know you're going to because you never waste a pain. Let me tell you something as you're thanking God for that right now. There's not always... Someone, someone, someone with good intentions said this. There's a reason for everything. God has a reason for everything. There's a reason you went through this or that. 
And although that person may have had good intentions, I just want to come out and tell you that they were wrong. There's not a reason for everything that happens to you. It's okay to be angry about some things. It's okay to be confused about some things. It's okay to not understand it all. God is not the reason for all the pain that you went through. However, although God doesn't always have a reason for the things, things, life just happens, He can create a reason from everything that has happened in your life. You bring that brokenness to Him and He creates a purpose from it. You bring that pain to Him and He'll create a purpose from it. There can be a reason from the pain when you give it to God. That doesn't mean that there was always a reason for the pain. You didn't have to go through this so that you could do that. However, because you went through this and you gave it to God, now He can take that brokenness and make something beautiful from it. He can take that mess that you're putting in your hands and offering to Him, and He'll make a masterpiece come through your life because of it. But he will give purpose from everything that you bring to him. So what you're going to do is thank God for it. Thank God for it. God, thank you for what you are, are allowing me to go through. Thank you that you're walking with me through this. I know I'm not alone. I know you're with me. And thank you for it because you're going to do something great from it. I know it. What the enemy, this is another way of saying what I just said, and, and, and what the enemy meant for evil, you meant it for good. The enemy did, the enemy brought something into your life, tried to shut you down, tried to shut you up, tried to suppress you, tried to hurt you so that you would no longer keep pursuing the good work that God had called you to. But what the enemy meant for evil, come on, God takes it and turns it for your good and for the benefit of those that he brings into your life around you. Thank him for it. If you can thank him for it, it changes the way you walk through it. I had a friend, if you've ever read my book, um, You Don't Have to Believe to Belong. It's available wherever books are sold digitally. Go ahead and get that. And I talk about a friend in there toward the end. His name was Joe Hepler. Joe was an older guy, got cancer in, uh, in the church I grew up in. And he was always friends with all the kids. He beat us in basketball and gave us no mercy. He would elbow you to the face just so that he could score and laugh at you. And you were seven and he was in his 50s, right? Like that's just who Joe Hepler was. And Joe got cancer and he eventually died from cancer. But Joe determined that he was gonna let it have a purpose instead of only let it pain him. And he, he determined he was gonna be joyful in the middle of it. And because he was joyful in the middle of it, those last few years of his life were so much more full than all the decades prior. Because he knew he had a choice that if he could have joy and choose joy and choose gratitude in the middle of it, 
He could either let it suck life from him or he could let it give life to everyone else around him. And that is what he chose to do. And my life was richer because Joe chose gratitude and joy. And in the circumstance that you're going through right now, your life can be richer and fuller. And so can the lives of those around you if you choose joy and gratitude through and in the middle of this circumstance you face. Keep walking. I want you to take it up. This is the highest level we're going to go. I want you to go between a 9 and a 10. I know you're just walking. That means I need you moving. Okay? I need one foot in front of the other. I need you to not give up. If there's a hill, find it. Find that hill. Walk up that hill. This is your time. Whatever it takes to increase your lung capacity right now, I want it to burn a little bit. I want it to be warm. I want you to be loose. I want you to then tighten that core. Keep it tight. Keep moving. You are strong. You can do this. You got it. And now that we've offered gratitude for the very thing that's in front of us and against us, I want you to speak back the scripture to the author of scripture, to the author of the word, the inspirer of scripture. I'm sure of this, that he who started the work in you is going to carry it on to completion. And I want you to say to God, God, I know that you started this in me, whatever it is that he started in you, whatever it is that you reflected on in the very beginning when I said that, that marriage, it started well, that job, it started well, that ministry, it started well, that relationship, it started well, your health, it started well, but now this has come up, whatever it is that we've just thanked him for. Go back to that starting place of whatever it interrupted. And I want you to say and talk to God, God, I know that you started this good work in me and I know it was you that started it. And so I choose to have faith that you're going to carry it on to completion. Come on, maybe it's not even you. Maybe you're speaking this out for your kids. I know you started a good work in her life, in his life. And I know it doesn't look good right now, but I know that if it's not good, it's not over. And that you are going to carry it on to completion. Until it's good again. Until what you started is completed. Come on. Walk for them. Walk for you. Walk for the fight. You got this. It's in your body. The fight is in your body right now. And you are doing it knowing that it's representative of the fight to completion in your life. Come on, keep going, keep going, keep moving. You're at a high level right now. You should barely be able to talk. Let's go. You got this because the one who started this in you is going to carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. The one who started that thing in you is going to carry it on to completion until the end. The one who called you will complete it. Come on. He is faithful even when you're not. And I know maybe you haven't been faithful in this season, or maybe you have. No matter what, know that it's not on you to complete it. It's on you to remain. It's on you to fight. Remain in him, and he will bring it to completion. Stay in the fight. Keep walking. Keep praying. Keep doing. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the what? The finisher, the author. He started it, come on, and he's going to finish it. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the completion of our faith. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus through it all, and he will bring it to completion. Bring your level down. 
come on, you can chill. Bring it back down to that starting level of a five, between a five and a six. Good job. Don't lose that posture. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Just because you're slowing down doesn't mean you're losing that posture. Come on, shoulders down. Keep them back and down. Keep your core engaged. Keep it firm. You should be protecting your back right now. And keep walking with a purpose. Just because you're slowing it up doesn't mean you've lost your purpose. Just because, oh, I'm going to preach. Just because things got a little easier and you got a new perspective and you're getting past this obstacle, maybe you're still in it, but now you've got a new perspective. And just because you got a positive perspective doesn't mean you let up on the fight. It doesn't mean that you still don't have that strength, that confidence. Even more now, you got to finish well. So now that you see the light at the end of the tunnel, you keep marching forward toward the prize. Now you just get to do it a little more relaxed, knowing that it's not your job to, to beat up the enemy because he's already defeated. It's your job to walk in the confidence and in the victory that Jesus has already promised and won for you. You just keep going. Come on, between a five and a six, here we go. We're gonna finish this out. And in prayer today, I want you to name, I want you to think three things you're thankful for. I want to be people, three people in your life you're grateful for. And I want you to speak out loud their names to God. Go ahead, God, I'm thankful for this person. Uh, don't just leave it there, and here's why. I'm thankful for this person today for this reason. Name number two. I'm thankful for person number two today, and here's why. Person number three. God, I am thankful for, and here's why. Now I want you to keep praying as you're finishing out this walk. And I want you to say this verse with me as best as you can. And I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. It says this. I'm going to say it like five times. You just jump in with any words that you know. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Two more times. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I want you to memorize that verse. I want you to write it down. If you've got to take uh what we do in our house is whenever we want to leave a note or we want to remember something, we'll take um, we'll take a dry erase marker and we'll write it on our mirror. Or we'll write it on the mirror of our girls or we'll write it on the glass of the shower or we'll write it somewhere where, where each other will see it. Yep, we can wipe it off. And I want you to write it somewhere you'll get it and memorize it. If it's on a sticky note maybe and put it... Put it somewhere where you'll see it. I want you to write this down. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Let me tell you, you need to know 
that you don't got this. You don't got this. You don't have to get this. Because there is one who's got this. He's got this. Your confidence is not in self. It's in Christ. And he's got this. And he's got you. And he's in you. And so although you don't got this, he's in you. And he's got this. Therefore, you got this. Because he's in you, you got this. Jesus has this. And Jesus has you. And you know what? If there's someone in your life that we've been that's been in your mind throughout this time, he's got them too. He's got them too. So, God, we're thankful today for who you are. We're thankful that you don't leave us to ourselves, that you are passionate about strengthening us, not for us, but so that we're strong enough to continue your work here on earth that you've called us to. So that's why we walk. That's why we move our bodies. So that we can carry on the ministry that you have for the world that we otherwise couldn't do. You have placed us in these bodies and we give our bodies to you. We surrender them to you. We surrender our thoughts to you. We surrender our battles to you. We surrender our victories to you. We surrender our children, our spouses, our parents, our relationships, our jobs. God, we choose you and we surrender them all to you. In Jesus' name, do what you will today. As we ask what what you want to do through us today, we're looking for that. We're going to follow your leading today. Fill us up with joy, God, so that we can give it to the world around us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for walking with me today. You can finish it out. Do whatever you need to do. And don't forget to stretch a little bit afterwards. And enjoy the goodness that God has for you. Remember that he who started that good work in you is going to carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Thanks so much for walking with me today, praying with me today. I hope it blesses you. Share this with someone else and it may change their life as well. Maybe just improve their day a little bit. Here at Fresh Faith, we're finding Jesus, following Jesus, and finding others to follow Jesus. That's who we are. That's what we do. And thanks for joining us on this journey. Be blessed. Peace.